0: The University of Kentucky Federal Credit Union encourages everyone to promote positivity and random acts of kindness in the community with their Take Care campaign. Follow along on social media using hashtag Take Care or visit UKFCU.org slash Take Care to learn more. UK Federal Credit Union believes everyone has something positive to share. So join us in offering kind words and positivity with hashtag Take Care. Stop by a UK Federal Credit Union branch to grab a mask or button and show off your positive vibes. Masks and buttons are first come, first served and available for limited to time only, federally insured by NCUA.
1: Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome to the KSR Football Podcast presented by UK Federal Credit Union. Check out one of their six locations this holiday season. Where today we're talking about another loss. Unfortunately, i um, Nick Roush with Drew Franklin and Freddie Maggert. Charles Walker will be joining us shortly, and Drew, um, we're. This isn't deja vu, but it feels a lot like deja vu the last two weeks have gone where, oh, look,
2: Kentucky's playing well. And then, Yeah, I went into this one, and I convinced myself Friday night, even Saturday morning when I woke up, you know, no emotions today. It's very unlikely Kentucky's going to win. Florida's a very good team with the Heisman favorite. Kentucky's still down a lot of players. Don't get excited. Just watch it and then go about your weekend, but then Kentucky pulled me in by looking like a football team in that first (laughs) quarter. Next thing I know, I'm pacing back and forth, screaming at the TV, and then they broke our hearts again, just kind of like they did at Alabama. It just gave us a little hope, and then everything went out the window for the rest of the game.
1: That really sums up Kentucky football fandom in general. Like They do just enough to suck you back in only to let you down. Um, And Yeah, it's Florida. Yeah, they're a good team, but Kentucky had the lead with a minute to play in the, uh, in, in, before halftime. And then one punt to the wrong side of the field, bad coverage, and then bada boom, bada bam. We got ourselves a deficit that Kentucky is never going to overcome. And Freddie, just the mistake after mistake after mistake, especially by the defense opening the third quarter where you had penalty after penalty after penalty, It was it was agonizing.
3: Yeah, Kentucky didn't have a penalty, strangely, uh, in the first half and had uh, eight for 74 yards in, in the second half, many of them coming on uh, three in a row, actually, on, on one drive for Florida. Uh, but, but I thought, you know, 100% that Kentucky outplayed Florida in the first half and and played well, um, you know, had the lead there. Uh, it was two or three in the red zone or the blue zone. Sorry, Nicholas. Uh, one with a – Keaton Upshaw touchdown catch, which was a contested catch and was good to see. Uh, but, yeah, it was uh, it was a tale of two halves there, and Florida showed why it was, you know, the fifth-ranked team in the nation and came back and answered. But uh, I thought I thought certainly Kentucky outplayed them in the first half.
2: I got to butt in, and uh, Nick, you brought up the Max Duffy uh, whiffed punt. I have to tell it myself, I believe I did this on a live blog, but I texted – friend of the program, Aaron Fleener, on third down there and said, I'm weirdly excited about Max Duffy punting this ball to the moon if they pick up the first down here. Um, I was excited to have Duffy back in the game. We talked about how much field position mattered, and I really thought we might get an end zone to end zone punt there, and it was a touchdown going the other way. So, hand up. <sighs> I, I was talking about that one before it that happened. you, Drew. Put a little, a little curse on it. Who gets excited about a punt? That's where I went from guys I wasn't getting any emotions into this game to I want to see Max Duffy kick at 90 yards.
1: Well, and it also is – like what set that up was Kentucky and Mark Stoops uncharacteristically calling a timeout to give his offense time to go on a drive. And I immediately was just like, wait, wait, wait. Stoops doesn't do this. And, of course, it backfired. Like, the one time he tries to get aggressive, four downs it at the one, and then it's just a quick three and out. The first of never six do it consecutive again three and outs. Yeah,
2: He'll never do it again, ever. <laughs> that was the one time he gets somewhat aggressive before the half backfires.
1: Oh, man, my dog's about to go nuts. We've got meter readers out. Oh, 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 she didn't. Big surprise. Freddie, that stretch of six straight three and outs. Like, I don't... What? What what like how how does it go from moving the ball up and down the field to you can't get a first down for seemingly a half
3: um i think halftime adjustments we've seen Alabama and Florida m- both make halftime adjustments and when you do that then then it comes back to personnel and and you know it's just hard for Kentucky to get that downfield passing game going uh, with separation with the receivers for throwing the quarterback uh, you know the first drive Kentucky gave up two sacks there in the red zone had it first and first down and on, on the 20 ended up being a fourth and 30 punt by Max Duffy with two sacks but other than that uh, there was no more sacks after the game but but Florida made adjustments uh, Kentucky uh, again not able to stretch the field which which makes everything difficult and uh You know, and not having Chris Rodriguez really, really hurts this team. Uh, Even though he doesn't get a high number of carries, you can always count on him with positive yards. Florida had seven tackles for loss. And uh, many of those came on first and third down, which hurt the the, the drive starts and the drive finishing. Kentucky was two out of 13 on third down. So a lot of tackles for loss. Yeah.
2: I remember several thinking – if they had Chris Rodriguez there, this draft's still alive. I mean, A.J. Yeah. Rose and Kavassi Smoke, they they both played pretty well, got over 100 yards together. But in those 3rd and shorts, that's Chris Rodriguez territory, and he was clearly missed in Gainesville.
1: Yes, the absolutely. Th- the good news is, though, is he should be back for the season finale against South Carolina. Bad news is that in J.J. Weaver's first start, he tears his ACL. Like – I mean, 2020, have a heart, will you? Like, that guy, he finally gets to play. And then and then to have it ripped away from him like that, it's a real shame. And hopefully it's not a significant recovery time. Like, I know it kind of varies person to person. But for it to happen at the end of the year, you, you do worry about next year. Um, so hopefully that's not the case. But this it may be so sad for him, Drew, when he was like, Yeah, you know, my dad got murdered this year. I tear my ACL, and uh, happy birthday to me, twenty-one. It's like, oh God, like,
2: yeah. And football-wise, awful year for the kid for sure. And football-wise, the timings awful. If it happens early in the year, it's a season-ending injury. But now, obviously, missing a whole spring, summer, and you have the questions of will he be ready for next year? So uh, I hate that it was that significant. It it looked like it could be the case the way uh, it just appeared on TV in the game, but that it turned out to be the case.
3: Yeah, JJ was playing a really good game, had six tackles, mm-hmm. was active. I mean in a pass rush. I thought he was playing really well throughout the whole season, leads a team with six and a half tackles for loss. Um, if it's just the ACL, I think he'll be back next year. I, I do but what 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 will hurt JJ is not having the spring practice to work on pass rush and other things to to refine his game but he'll still be there mentally he's an extremely hard worker. I think, I think J.J. Reaver is a rising star, and this is going to be a setback for him. And, and bless his heart, I feel for him. He's had an extremely tough year with everything he's gone through, and I wish him nothing but the very best.
1: Yeah, and, and just from a uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? From a practical standpoint, moving forward, J.J. got the start because of his play. Yeah. But some of it was because Jordan Wright was banged up. Um, so, yeah. I don't know who plays Jack against south carolina uh we're gonna get a depth chart here shortly recording this monday morning so i'm not certain right Mm -hmm. now but like it's it's just not good not been good for the Kentucky football team i know that there's um i'm sure many of you are like man can we just can we get this over with
2: yeah just can we just go to bed just take a nap (laughs) let these guys rest yeah like to be something every single day going against them it is a you know what, let's just sleep
1: it off. You you had too much to drink today, like, you know, you keep striking out. It's just time to time to go to bed. And this team could use it, but there's one more game against South Carolina who the last I checked got the got beat by Georgia pretty decently. Um, but you know, I
2: I'm on, on st- one lighter note real quick before we move Ooh. on from JJ Weaver. Yes. I did find it funny in the game when they made the huge deal about his six fingers and that he had special gloves and they zoomed in because he puts two in the pinky finger right everyone at home watching is like that's just five fingers it was like the least <laughs> dramatic thing ever a lot of people were tweeting about. It. even dave portnoy from barstool was like what is it, what are they talking about so great camera work from the guy they zoom in yeah. talking about yeah. it but it's you know, it's hidden.
1: Let's get a shot of his hands. Oh, they look like normal hands.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Saw a lot of tweets from people like, what? Did they make this up? What's going on?
1: Here? <laughs> they should get... I mean, like, come on. You, you you play for a Nike school. Just add an extra finger. Yeah. hole. Make it, it easy for them. Come on. It's like uh, you can get the two different size shoes. You can't do that when you're in high school or when just... Like, if I had two different size feet now, I'm not getting two different size shoes. But when you play for UK, you can get two different size shoes, just like you can get a glove with a six-finger hole in it.
2: Yeah, figure it out.
1: Um, speaking of figuring it out, uh, Freddie, I know this, like, pass offense porness is just – it's exhausting. We're beating this dead – like, we're, we're beating this horse to death. But eventually, you would think that something would get better. There's only 60 passing yards, and Kentucky is now averaging 115 passing yards a game. They had 113 a game last year, and when Bowden was playing quarterback for half the season, I just don't know how it got so bad so fast. And I don't, I know there's a multitude of problems, but like, I just, it's still hard for me to wrap my mind around. How it could fall so far so quickly when seemingly, like, like, I don't think we misjudged this team. I think we gave pretty decent preseason expectations. Yes, you lost on Bowden, but you brought everybody back. I, I don't think we were that misguided in our preseason assumptions. The receivers are obviously not as good as we thought they would be, but I still thought we were going to get at least something out of the passing game. And this year, it's been. It hasn't even been average at best. It's been well below average. And, in fact, the worst in the country among teams that aren't running the triple option. Yeah,
3: it's been a tough year throwing a football for sure. Uh, and like you said, I, there's so many factors that that lead to that uh, where it's personnel, uh, you know, it, 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 personnel receiver, personnel quarterback. I mean, it's a, it's, the offensive line is not uh, being great at pass blocking, but, but a lot of times, you know, they're, they're facing blitzing. Uh, defenders because teams can play man-to-man coverage against the pass catchers and, and then bring the house and that's hard to throw for anybody. I've had some drops, uh, some missed passes, missed throws. So it's just been a culmination of, of an effective passing game that surprised me as well. Uh, and as far as expectation for the team, it wasn't just us that thought Kentucky was going to be uh, probably a little bit better than they are. I mean, they were ranked in the preseason by the national riders. I mean, it's, you know, uh, so we all thought that the things would be a little bit different this year, I think. Uh, but everything that Kentucky has been through, and I know people, uh, you know, I've heard this a bunch, but man, when, when you lose, uh, you know, Chris Oates and John Slarman situation, COVID, uh, you know, not having Chris Rodriguez, I'm not making excuses because I mean, who am I to make an excuse? I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not a a coach or, uh, but, but it's just been a tough year, man. It's been, I thought Kentucky would run the football better than it did, but I I think losing Chris Rodriguez really hurt that situation. Uh, As far as the offensive line, they're still a finalist for the Joe Moore award uh, their 22 offensive lines are still being considered for that award. So, uh, others outside of us think that that's a very good offensive line. So it, it's been uh, it's been a difficult season for the passing game for sure and uh, it's not produced a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns, et cetera. Uh, but I would like to see this final game against South carolina. I, I, I want to see a lot of production on the offensive side. Uh, obviously for the win when to win the football game, but I, I I think for that side of the football, Justin Rigg, Luke Fortner, Landon Jackson, or, or, or I'm sorry, Landon Young, Drake Jackson, uh, A.J. Rose, Josh Ali, and Terry Wilson go out as seniors on a high note offensively because I know I know they're hearing the noise. I mean that, that's obvious. They're hearing the noise about the offense. I would like to see them go out on a high note against South Carolina.
1: In uh, South Carolina, their team you can score against, they gave it 45 to Georgia. They, Their best players have opted out at this point. Uh, really need to keep the fingers crossed that there aren't more COVID-related issues or opt-outs because, hey, Freddie, you're right. We got to get this bad taste out of our mouth. As much as it pains us that there was some of the worst, I mean, the collapses have been just of epic proportions. There's no doubt about that. But... You got to remember, these are top five teams. They're going to play in the SEC Championship game here in two weeks. So, like, you can't just completely be kicking yourself in the rear over it, like, entirely. Hey, the the Cats covered Drew. So, like, yeah, thanks for the hook. But... Unless you
2: you had 24 and a half. Florida.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
1: Cats first half, plus 14. I thought that was... that, That was my... It. Like I, I thought that was a smart bet but okay l- let me put myself in the back because I didn't didn't actually place that wager. Um, Kentucky get your get your walls figured out please. Um, but just get the bad taste out of our mouth because even the the Georgia loss, like we were able to at least feel good for Saturday against Vandy. If you get this South Carolina win, then you can kind of just exhale for a little while. Until signing day, and then you you find out your bowl destination because a lot of things didn't go Kentucky's way against Georgia, Florida, Alabama. But Freddie, we got to remember that it is Georgia, Florida, Alabama, and they're three of the top six best teams in the country, and they're going to be playing a New Year's six game. So, uh, this is something we have to remember that this isn't um, the Big Ten where you're you're who who's the second best team in the big 10 northwestern like you know this this isn't chump change we are playing sec football here
3: yeah i mean you know i would i would say you know you look at other conferences uh close to kentucky the acc uh you got clemson and a bunch of dudes you know so uh kentucky unfortunately through scheduling has played three top 10 teams for georgia florida and alabama and arguably Florida's playing, uh, you know, if it had, had the loss at Texas A&M, Florida would be in the playoff top four right now. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's tough. That schedule is tough. Uh, but, hey, you know, if you don't want to play anybody, then go to the Pac-12. So, I mean, it's just the simple way of it. Uh, but, yeah, Kentucky, you know, you look at it, and, and defensively I thought Kentucky played good enough to – to put, can put the cast in an opportunity to win at Florida. If you think about it, 14 points came as a result of special teams with the fake punt that was successful, then the 56-yard touchdown pass uh, to Kyle Pitts, who is tremendous, by the way. That that should have never been, and then the punt mm-hmm. return. So defense really just gave up 20 points to Florida. That, that, that puts you in a situation to win. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't get it done. Uh, the past defense right now is second in the sec and it's been Kentucky's played against five of the top six passing offense in the conference. So again, I, I do think against Florida, the defense played their guts out. I thought the defensive line played their best game of the year. Phil Hoskins, obviously, uh, Josh Paschal played so hard that he, he had to be carted off the field from cramps. I mean, you can't ask for much more than that from, from Josh Paschal. So, uh, you know south carolina nick is i mean you, you have no idea what their depth charts going to look out look like they they're they're so banged up opt outs covid etc but if the same team that played against georgia plays against kentucky there's three players kentucky's going to have to slow down or stop to win the game and, and three players only kevin harris running back i think is tremendous he's he is uh, chris rodriguez with 80 more carries. Uh, His rush for 928 yards, 14 touchdowns. He's he's big, he's fast, he's tough. Uh, Quarterback Luke Doty, freshman, 18 to 22 against Georgia for 190 yards and a touchdown. And Nick Muse, the tight end, eight catches, 131 yards. Uh, Shai Smith, outstanding wide receiver, was out for concussion protocol. We don't know if he's going to be back, but other than that, 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 that's really South Carolina in a nutshell an extremely athletic. Fast, tough, mobile, young quarterback that's highly confident, a really, really good running back, and a tight end that can hurt you, and that's about it if Shai Smith doesn't come back.
1: I'm re- I like that, Freddie. I also am glad you brought something up about Kyle Pitts. Um, we didn't get to hear this because – the comments were made about 10 seconds before Kentucky made their their played their first basketball game in the season. So it kind of got buried until um I think Friday after Thanksgiving. But JJ and Boss Man did a little bit of trash talking. And I mean, you know, it, it wasn't anything too bad, but it was just enough to. Real bad looks because after that successful f- big punt, which Florida did on their own 25, which is borderline, just disrespectful. Two plays later, Pitts, Pitts outran Bossman Like, are,
2: He's a quarterback, and that's a tight end. How? How? Uh, you know me. I, I like a little confidence. I'm even down to talk a little trash, but when you have the best tight end in the country, a first-round draft pick next spring, who's missed three straight weeks because he got knocked out by an illegal hit. I mean, that guy is already hungry to come in and uh, pad his stats to get his numbers up from what he's missed. And then you're going to kind of poke him a little bit before the game. Uh, I hated that from Weaver and Bossman, and those guys kind of got what they were asking for. Pitts had quite a game. What, he had the first three touchdowns?
1: Yeah, and he also, it felt like he knew that it was directly going after them too. You know, like it's not like, it was just like i'm going to play hard no matter what no like it it looked like he was like i'm going to kick these guys ass so.
2: yeah well uh we, that's the first we've really seen that of weaver but uh let's be honest our boy who is kelvin joseph this week he will oh, not yeah. be boss man fat for me uh that's nothing new from him as we all we've said many times he needs to dial that back well he also then, needs to dial back two-hand shoving the quarterback after a huge play well, well, that cost the offense i mean well you, you, you do
1: something good, defense, and then he goes in 15 yards later. I mean, it just – there was so many different things to be frustrated about, special teams mistakes. But the thing was that I, I keep going back to that gave you some hope, Drew. Kentucky's offense was playing well enough that Dan Mullen went viral just screaming at Todd Grantham on the sideline. You
2: know, Dan Mullen doesn't have many likable moments on film, if any. Plenty of unlikable And he added to his unlikable collection because, I mean, he was just humiliating his defensive coordinator, his coordinator there. Uh, I mean, tearing him apart. Thank God that mask was there. He doesn't have to apologize for anything, but I can't imagine those were pleasant words behind it. And, Freddie,
1: you know how I like to make Todd Grantham jokes. Like, there's so many people that just wish they could have been Dan Mullen in that moment, just screaming (laughs) at Grantham while he just had to sit there and take it.
3: And one other – in what other job other than sports and, and the military can somebody get away with that? You know? I mean, I, I don't know if I could have taken that to be quite honest with you. I mean that, that I don't know. That that was that was uh that was a butt chewing. And uh <laughs> my buddy Eddie Runyon, uh, who's hearing impaired, read the lips of what was going on from Grantham and, and sent me what he was saying. And so it's uh man, I tell you. I, I couldn't have taken it. I, I'll just be honest with you. I, I, You know, I'm too old, and I think Grantham's even older than I am. But, I, you know, ain't, I, ain't nobody going to yell at me like that, put it that way. That's my question. At what
2: point is Grantham allowed to just punch him in the face and get away with it?
3: Yeah. There has
2: to be a point where you get a, free, a freebie there. And I feel like he was getting pretty close. I was impressed. He, he chirped back a little bit, but for the most part, he just kind of kept his eyes on the football.
1: I also appreciate that. After the game, uh, I, I don't appreciate it. Actually, no, yeah, I, no, I don't. Suck it, Dan Mullen. They was, they asked him, "Oh, would you say to what were y'all arguing over?" Well, he said that you should be able to put up your Christmas lights before Thanksgiving, and I said, "No, you wait till the day after Thanksgiving." Which was, <laughs> I'll at least say that it was a creative way to get out of that. But man, what a Damn, Mullen you're such a
3: dork I hate losing that dweeb can you imagine Tyler Thompson yelling at Jack Pilgrim like that at the KSR <laughs> offices
2: she does it all the time Freddie don't, don't let the out.
1: <laughs> so who do we think has ripped Grantham more uh Dan Mullen or Bobby Petrino uh,
2: I still think Petrino's has probably gotten him more um you know, Mullen said they're next-door neighbors. Maybe that's just how they talk to each other. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> if I had to pick between the two, I would say Petrino still gave him the most.
1: Could be worse. You could be next-door neighbors with Rand Paul could be and getting tackled. <laughs> there go. Wait, is that Charles Bro. Walker, the guy from
0: CBI? guy from CBI is checking in.
1: Oh, ah, <laughs> nice of you to join us today, Charles. I'm sure you're happy start. with the game Saturday.
0: Very, very late start. Um, which is the opposite of what the cats did, but a good start on the first drive followed by a not so good rest of the game.
3: Are you you in a helicopter?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm in a helicopter.
1: I've seen Charles in a helicopter before. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past you.
3: I've seen him in a Learjet
0: before. We're going to pick up my boy, Longfellow Deeds in a helicopter.
3: But you know, Nick, back, back to the Mullen and Florida thing. The difference between Florida and Alabama, Alabama ran through two passes in the second half against Kentucky and ran the ball the rest of the time. Florida was throwing passes up 34 to 10 and trying to score. Uh, you know, so that's another difference in those two programs. Well, that's another reason. I hope Alabama just beats the brakes off of Florida in the championship game.
1: I mean, you watch the iron bowl. I think that's what's going to happen. Right.
3: Yeah, what, oh yeah. What did
2: we think of Mullen? It wasn't full speed aggressive, but it was—he was trying to get a few more there at the end. Who was it? James Franklin? Uh, is that what it was? Years ago, was aggressively trying mm-hmm. to punch one in. Mm-hmm. Mullen had to do something there, but I, I thought he could have not tried to punch a touchdown.
1: Hey, but you know what? Credit to UK's defense for making sure that didn't happen. Um, but speaking of James Franklin, he used to coach at Vanderbilt, just like Derek Mason, which. Uh, thoughts and prayers to you, Charles Walker. No more Derek Mason in the SEC.
0: Yeah, I I, uh, I liked him there. Same thing with Will Muschamp. Um, but I guess we'll see how that shakes up. But their O-line coaches are their interim coach now at Vandy?
1: Uh, Fitch, who was calling plays. Calling so. plays. But it was. And before. they
0: made history.
1: Yeah, that, that was what
0: was, was bizarre. Katie, Katie Fuller. Yeah. Sarah Fuller. Right, Sarah Fuller. whoops yeah, yeah,
1: but like all day Saturday, Vanderbilt is making headlines for Sarah Fuller becoming the first woman to play in a Power Five football game, and then the next day they're like, "All right, thanks, Derek Mason. Uh, we'll see you later."
2: Yeah, Vandy was the story of college football for the day. Um, I mean, let her have her moment. Fire him a few days later. Just immediately. Well, let's flip the headline over. We fired Derek Mason. Didn't even give her twenty-four hours to be the top story. Yeah, uh,
1: which the timing just felt so weird because if you're Vanderbilt, are you really beating people to like get to the other candidates? I mean, it's Vandy, you know?
2: I know, they had to make that move uh, before the last week here before they play whoever they play. Does anyone care?
1: No, not at all. Um, And I also felt bad for her too because uh, she was their only kicker. So she was on a kick as many times as Vanderbilt gave them the opportunity. And it's not like Missouri has this, you know... Uh, they're at the steel curtain, and they got shut out. It was 41 to nothing. She could only kick the opening kick of the second half. I mean, oh, Vandy, you were. I mean, so bad. I mean, she
2: could have scored the first points. Build the statue. They'd talk about her forever, and the offense just couldn't even give her an opportunity.
1: Oh, poor, poor Vanderbilt. And here's the thing, Charles. The... It's, it's kind of like what you said, where you like to have a must-champ and Mason where you're at. I know that it's it's going to be difficult no matter who's coaching at Vanderbilt, but you can't let Vanderbilt get good because that little run they had with James Franklin, like, that kind of set UK back because they couldn't pick up that almost guaranteed win in the SEC. Nope. I am muted Freddy, my bad. Freddy. I'm going in and out,
0: sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know yeah,
1: that. This, this is about like Kentucky's second half right now. The yeah. second half of the podcast. Bro. Podcast Zooming
2: in 2020.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're Zooming around. Um, we've got uh, – at least we don't have injuries.
2: And um, we're still not as bad as the press conference Zooms because oh, I am waiting for a coach to go off on someone. It's been awkward in both sports so far. feel bad for everyone on the UK Athletics side.
1: Man, when Stoops got asked about his offense, I thought he was just going to, like, that head shake he gave? Holy crap. I mean, whew. I was
2: several states away in Lexington, and I got under my desk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it what happened. He was at, like, as soon as somebody uttered the word offense, Stoops started shaking his head and, like, biting his tongue or his, like, lip, and he was, like, you could Feel him get redder and angrier, and all he he could just all he could do is muster up like it's not good enough, just not good enough, like not good enough. Like I thought he's gonna transform into uh, I don't know Godzilla or something. He was just you could tell he's at his so, wit's
2: end. You can understand why he was that frustrated with the offense.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty bad, and. <sighs> I I don't even know, like, where do they go from here? I'll um, tell you where
2: they go from here, Nick Roush. Oh. I'm going to bring positivity back to this. Okay, bring it back. And this is This is genuine positivity. I actually believe this. It's not manufactured. You go out and you beat South Carolina, and you beat South Carolina, Tennessee, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt, four teams you play every single year, the teams you want to stay in front of. Maybe you win a bowl game. That's five wins. Your losses are, as we were talking earlier, against the elite of the elite. I feel like the sky is falling around here and it's been a frustrating few weeks, but you five wins and keeping your your close enemies at bay where they're all in worse situations. That's not a terrible situation.
3: I, I, I Am like I the that only
2: track. one that believes that a little bit?
3: No, i'm with you drew i'm with you 100 and very nice shirt by the way
2: thank you tighten up but i, I mean like would it. you rather be tennessee right now no no would you rather be south carolina right now no. no would you rather be vandy right now no. no would you rather be mississippi state right now no no Those are all our little group that that kentucky is in and trying to break through and get to the next group we'll get there eventually but in our little pod we uh, kentucky is better off than all those teams
3: yeah, absolutely, Drew. I 100% agree, and it has been a frustrating year, and it's been a, a difficult year. Uh, but it's over.
0: It's a lot of 20, I, I agree.
3: I think I think uh, I think with those wins plus the non-conference wins, we're sitting here, you know, seven eight wins going to a ball game. So I agree.
2: you still got to beat South Carolina. i Yeah. Putting yeah. Put the cart before the horse a little bit, but but if you win a bowl game, maybe you get a good opponent. It's a good win. This this season's far from. Uh, you know, I've seen people talk about fire stoops. I think that's ludicrous. <laughs> it's been hard yeah, that's, and we have reason to complain, but it hasn't been that bad.
3: Yeah, that's that's crazy talk. There, that's ludicrous. There's no way that should even be mentioned.
1: I do wonder, though, Charles. Like, if the enthusiasm for a bowl game, considering everything, like, I, I mean, COVID's COVID, so there's probably going to be a limited amount of people that could even attend, but. How excited are Kentucky fans going to be if they're playing in the Liberty Bowl against Iowa?
0: Yeah. You know, I think it's one going to be based on where the bowl game is. God, if we could get somewhere warm, you know, obviously that helps, but two, who you're playing against. And I mean, I think Iowa would be a worthy opponent. Um, It might be a very boring game to watch. A lot of punts. Yeah, a lot of punts. Um, Again, it just kind of goes back to who we're playing. I I thought we could maybe get of L matchup because that was spoken about very early. I guess that's totally off the table now. Um,
1: Apparently, Louisville fans are scared. They're, They're already saying that. There's no way the athletic director would let that happen. He cannot let Louisville play this. This bad Louisville team play Kentucky and get smoked in a bowl game
0: yeah i mean i think they're right for thinking that the worst part is is that all my friends are local fans are now claiming that they beat us this year so
1: yeah the team that lost to boston college
0: exactly
3: (laughs) i got a question for chuck um you know you play in the era with with the extra cupcake and they give out bowl games like tic tacs so when I played, you know, you had to win seven, eight games to go to a bowl game. You had to actually earn it. But anyway, will the players be excited? Because, I mean, with COVID, you can't really do all the fun stuff, right?
0: Yeah, and I think that's – it's going to be weird to see how that all shakes out. For instance, our first bowl game is my junior year, and we got to Jacksonville. And it was Stoops' first bowl game at Kentucky. And, of course, you know, he wanted everyone to be prepped and ready. Um, and to put it lightly, the whole week just was not very fun. Um, you know, a bowl game supposed to be rewarding you for your season, and it kind of felt like we had six days of camp leading up to another game. Um, take that for what it's worth. The next year we go to Nashville.
1: Nope. I think we all he cut out. Yeah. But I, must I do be driving through a tunnel. I do remember that next year though, having that, that was a big storyline Was Stoops. Didn't really know how to handle not no, Didn't know how to handle it, but the balance of work versus play. And then the second year they had a lot more fun. And if Benny Snell doesn't get tossed out of the game, there's a, probably a better chance at, at getting yep. that, that win. So you actually had some fun there.
0: Um, and then the the citrus bowl year, they had a lot of fun. And again, yeah. it's kind of if you can if you can keep your players motivated and it not feel like you're in prison when you're on vacation for a bowl game, I think your guys are ready to play.
1: The question is though, is like what can you even do as a bowl activity? Like last year, they rode in a NASCAR around a track. Like, yeah, shoving anybody into a NASCAR with somebody right now, you know, like. Chuck had a chickening eating wing chicken wing eating contest. You ain't doing that. Like
2: the, the shopping sprees will probably be online. Yeah, like I don't yeah.
1: What even I, is a socially distanced? I mean, top
2: can you even top golf? Like you can not top golf. I can confirm you can top golf in the pandemic. You can as, as a fan,
3: I love the ball games. I mean, I, I went to Jacksonville and to Nashville. And, had a great time, and, uh, you know, I think all fans did. Uh, did you hear so that, I, Drew? Uh,
1: Freddie had a good time in Nashville?
3: Say that loud. I did.
1: <laughs> oh, well, we're, we're cutting that
3: audio. Yeah, we're keeping Record that. that. At, the ga- at the game, I had a good time. Oh, I didn't man, leave okay. my hotel room other than go <laughs> to <through> the press <laughs> conference. But, you know, I'm surprised Chuck didn't fire back at me. I was giving him a hard time about ball games and all that stuff, and he got nothing, so I guess – you know, uh, I, his, I felt, his competitive are
0: leaving him as he's getting older. I felt the jab. I just okay. decided not to comment on it. You said mm-hmm. six or seven wins, too. You used to have to win seven?
3: At least seven.
0: Eight. I more, guess there was more. only, like, two or three bowls when you were playing right <laughs> was that 100 years ago.
3: Yeah. Honestly, I think there was like 13 or something weird like that. It was crazy. Uh, but I, I'm all for it. I mean, I, I like seeing six and six teams go. I, I'm all for the bowl games because of the players. And the fans, I I think that's a good reward for them. I mean, you know, it's kind of like the NCAA tournament where you go to a site and you have fun and watch, you know, games. With a bowl game, you get rewarded for a good season. You go somewhere fun, and the fans get to enjoy themselves, the players, and then get an extra game of football. So I was giving you a hard time. I really don't feel that way, Charles.
0: But, you know, it is
3: what it is, man.
0: I know. And and another reason I love it as a fan is because you get to watch – you know, SEC versus ACC. And yeah, you get to look at the records of the different conferences. And, you know, what, for the past 10 years, the SEC has kind of been rocking and rolling. And um, I, that's my favorite part is watching a mediocre, in parentheses, mediocre SEC team just put it to a top ACC or Big 10, Big 12. I think it's great.
1: Well, kind of like last year.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, exactly. beating, beating a – a quote unquote, oh, they're an average SEC team, and then you beat a, a good ACC Virginia Tech team, like that was fun. So, yep. hopefully, I, I think you're you're right at the beginning. It's a lot going to come down to matchup um, because our brains are still warped in that we've ex- you've experienced more losses this year, but under normal circumstances, it's still a seven eight win team. And even though, uh, it goes back to what Drew said, it feels like the sky is falling, but everything you know it's a, it's a, things will be okay uh just go out there win a bowl game have a little bit of fun i'm curious too how many of these games like some of these bowl games are going to be happening i mean days after conference championship games i mean it's the schedule is just all out of whack. So I don't even know how that's going to, And I, I only know of two games that have really been canceled too. The pinstripe bowl got got axed and the Vegas bowl did. So far, none for the SEC yet, Drew. But it's going to be a weird schedule for a little while. Kind of like Western Kentucky playing a football game at 1030 on a Tuesday afternoon.
2: Hasn't that been fun? I, I like all the random sports at random times. I, I don't like that
1: I, instead of watching Thanksgiving night football between the Steelers and Ravens, I've got to watch Tuesday night football that's going to run into Kentucky basketball. I don't like that.
2: You know, I just now put it together that we have, I was excited about Tuesday night football. I forgot that it's going. (laughs) We got to watch again. I bet just now clicked. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, On the bowl thing, it will be hard. You know, these guys are, are exhausted. I mean, they're worn out. They've done the college football season without any of the benefits. It's just been work, work, go home, stay to yourself, come back and work. I do wonder how much motivation, and I wouldn't blame any of them if they just are out of gas. If you do have to extend, as Charles was saying, make another camp just for just for a ball game. Uh, I, would I bet prefer, we, I'd prefer I'm to get sorry. one early in the season, get it done, and let those guys uh, rest
3: and, and be college kids. I bet we see a whole heck of a lot of opt-outs across the country for ball games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because um, if players. That have pro futures that are going to be drafted. I mean, and bowl trips won't be, you know, as fun due to COVID restrictions. I mean, you know, what if you do get the citrus bowl? Is Disney even open? I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But I'm, I'm asking that question, uh, you know, or, or stuff that's fun for the players is not going to be there. I bet we see a, a high number of hey. opt outs.
2: A more, more d- spin zone disney's closed and they open it just to the team and you get to ride rides by yourself and cool. then
3: you opt in Ooh.
1: what would be the first ride you'd go on
3: space mountain
1: i was going to say it too space mountain is just
3: because you it's don't classic. know
1: well and, and, and since it's in the dark you're not really sure where the drops and everything are so like you're just even after riding it once or twice you're still kind of confused by what's happening it's a lot of fun man space mountain what a great ride. Um I was also going to add, not just the opt-outs, but like if that does happen, I'm all for. Like Kentucky had a JV team for a while, and if you go back and look at the stats, R. Two Spinner was rushed for like 200 yards as a true freshman um, in those games. So if it ends up being where they don't have, like I'm, I'm perfectly okay with watching a bunch of freshmen and sophomore playing. There's plenty of them out there. Just let them play. They didn't get their games against Ohio or whatever to play a half. Let them play in the bowl game.
2: Not just them. You might get some some walk ons that never thought they'd ever see the field. They might be starring in a bowl game, just depending how that goes. That would be.
3: That's like South Carolina had two walk on linebackers play, had an offensive lineman move to defensive line, and had a defensive back move to running back. I mean, South Carolina is a you know again. I I it's hard to project or even talk about that game because you don't know who's going to be on the field for him. I mean, it's it's a mess, man.
1: We got to talk about one elephant in the room. And, Drew, you brought it up in a text message. I think our worst fear, it, there's a chance. And it can't happen. Whatever is possible, it cannot happen. Neil Brown cannot become South Carolina's next head football coach.
2: I've thought that from the moment they fired Will Muschamp. You got to be careful. We we were all celebrating him getting fired, but I I, I knew you know Neil Brown's year two of West Virginian has them playing very well, and he he inherited a horrible program. I know he's going to be a hot name, and that's a job that he would have to consider. And I would assume they're considering him, and that seems to be the case.
1: I would hope that he's smart enough to turn it down, though.
3: Like he's a smart enough. You're looking at South Carolina's permanent West opponent is Texas A&M, loss. Clemson is in your same state, and you play them every year, loss. Florida, Georgia, loss, loss. You're zero and four going into the season in most most years. So I just don't, you know, that, that's a tough job. I, I I can't see Neil leaving West Virginia, but I mean, if he wants to get back in the SEC, that's a good opportunity. Steve Spurrier did well there, so. Uh, you know, I don't know.
1: Mm. Just we can't let it happen.
2: How can South Carolina afford anyone with everyone (laughs) they have to with everything they have to pay Muschamp?
1: I have no idea. I mean, good question. It's a big
2: them problem. I'm not worried about him, but um, (laughs) I didn't love seeing his name on the on the list.
1: Oh, I did not. I did not. I also didn't love that on Thanksgiving Kentucky football got a decommitment. Like. On well, Thanksgiving of all days, you know, and especially when the message starts by saying thanks to all the coaches, you're like, oh, well, he's just, that's a great Thanksgiving <laughs> message. But Armand Scott, who uh, he's a big receiver from Cleveland, and he did the thing over the summer where he decommitted, but he got hacked. So maybe he got hacked again. And that's how, why he'd officially decided to decommit. But he's reopened his recruitment, and uh Techie's down to three wide receivers in the upcoming class. I know that it's it sucks, but the good news is is they have the three other guys with a lot of speed. Freddie still locked in the class, and yeah. they got to keep those guys in there because speed mm-hmm. is really at a premium right now. That's what they need more than anything.
3: Well, I mean, you know, even with Scott decommitting, and you know, he he's from Ohio, so I don't think. Vince Merrill is going to stop recruiting him if, you know, if Kentucky really wants him, I think Vince is going to keep after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, it is so important for these re- receivers that Kentucky has committed to get the, get their signature on the paper uh, because, as, as we've seen this year, I mean, that is a position group that needs a bump in talent, bump in explosiveness, uh, needs a jolt of, of playmaking ability. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see the, you know, Kentucky look at the transfer wires, see who's out there, because they need immediate help at wide receiver, immediate.
1: Mm. Transfer waiver. If mm-hmm. only there was a former Mr. Football from Kentucky who was playing for a bad team in the Big Ten. Hmm. If only.
2: Who should have gone to Kentucky all along.
1: Hmm. If only hmm. that was a possibility. Just, just saying. Just hmm. saying. Hmm.
0: Hey, Charles, have you repelled off mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. building yet? No, I have not. It actually got postponed okay. until next year.
1: Oh, what? Well, were oh. you scared?
0: No, I didn't. COVID claims another victim. <sighs> COVID killed that until well, postponed it.
1: Guys, I also got a well, first up, I need I need to check up Drew, how did the turkey go? I was worried about you.
2: Uh, well, it depends how you want to look at it. There's 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 two ways you can look at this. The turkey we spoke of on the podcast did not go well because I didn't even try to cook it. But the <laughs> turkey I went out and bought as a backup plan was delicious. Best turkey I've ever had. So did you, what did hey, you well, do with the let me back turkey? Up. I skipped a big detail. Okay. The day before I went, I, I kept the the massive turkey at my parents' house because they have a, a second fridge in the garage. And I wanted, the, I wanted this guy to, you know, he needs some space. He's a big boy. So when I went to get it the night before, it hadn't quite thawed. Even after five days, it hadn't quite thawed <laughs> like it needed to. So I just left it there and we'll deal with it another day. And I, I had another turkey and it was delicious.
1: Man. I could I could see that being almost like a uh, like a Christmas movie kind of thing where Drew's going to the gas state or the, the, the grocery store the day before Thanksgiving, scrambling around fighting somebody over a turkey because he got one too big the week before.
2: Had I not gotten the backup the day before, I mean I just had a feeling. I was like, I should get they're like ten bucks. I should get one just in case. Had I not done that, I would have punched someone in the face outside Walmart if I needed to. <laughs>
1: Charles, did you have you put up Christmas decorations? Are you a big Christmas decorations guy, or are you more of a Scrooge? I could see you being a Scrooge.
0: Just normally we're not in Kentucky for it, and again this year we won't be. But I'm gonna hang lights. I meant to do it over the weekend, and of course, too much good football on, so did not. But I'll I hang up some lights. I don't do the tree. I don't I don't do a tree at my house. Oh. Um, But my roommates claim they are gonna do it, so we'll actually see if that happens. But I'm all for the tree. It just takes forever. And like I said, I'm I'm gone for seven days over Christmas. So um, I'm not a Scrooge, but I normally don't have a tree now. And that's a exactly, exactly, very exactly Scrooge, Scrooge thing to say. Yeah, yeah, it does kind of sound like a Scrooge. I'm definitely not a Scrooge. I'm one hell of a gift giver. I mean, Scrooge wasn't. Okay. Isn't.
3: Yeah. I'll send you my yeah. address after this, Chuck.
0: I'll get you a good one.
3: Hey, Drew, I got a hypothetical for you. Please, lay it on me. Okay. So, the situation is at Walmart Thanksgiving Day, Mm -hmm. there's one turkey left, and Dan Mullen is yelling at Drew Franklin like he yelled at Grantham about getting the last turkey. What does Drew Franklin do?
2: Uh, I feel like the way Dan Mullen was yelling at Grantham is the way – Abby would have yelled at me uh, had I not had a turkey. So I was kind of already in that situation. Uh, her, her her dad traveled down. He 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 forged the Ohio River from Ohio to stay with us. It was our first time hosting a Thanksgiving. Even though we did it small, it was our first time being the host. So if I hadn't had a turkey, I would have I would have been Grantham in that scenario, and it would have I would have done whatever it takes. I would have knifed someone outside air if I had. Uh, oh,
1: oh man i could just uh, now too i can also imagine freddie doing his typical like morning at the kroger you know just sitting oh, yeah. down, uh sipping on his, his coffee and just like laughing at drew while he sprints through the store <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or like giving walmart you the wrong directions to like throw
3: you off the smith yeah you know hey yeah ksr folks we go to kroger we don't go to walmart <laughs>
2: That's true, Kroger, excuse me. I uh, I wish I lived Kroger, closer to a Kroger. I, I go to the one on Bryan Station, it's a great location. You were just there. Um, uh, if I hadn't have gotten a turkey at Kroger the morning of, I would have hit up one of these people on Facebook that's shooting them every morning and been like, What part of town did you find that? and I would have gone out and hunted a turkey.
3: Uh, you could have been like mad on the pregame show, you could have caught a turkey, <laughs>
2: yeah, big turkey catcher. <laughs> We're the opposite of Charles here at the house. Um, I feel like we've decorated every room. I didn't know you were supposed to decorate the bathroom, but there's Christmas things Ooh, everywhere.
1: That was a Black Friday purchase by my wife. She got uh, one of those things where you put like a, a, thing on the toilet seat, so it looks like a snowman, and then his like body is the rug mm-hmm. underneath your toilet. So we we've, we've expanded our interior decorations, really stepped our game up, but the exterior haven't gotten to that yet that in that now i'm like well i don't it's it's like windy nasty, snowy rainy like i don't want to i'm not dealing with that right now so (laughs) i don't know when that's going to happen but you can just shove that little projector light into the ground and then that that takes care of a lot of your lights so boom easy peasy
3: lemon squeezy can i bring it back to football oh yeah that's why we're here for me and for a lot of people that are Kentucky fans, uh our Christmas presents were bowl games, trips to bowl games. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, uh, that that that's a big Christmas gift that that I don't know if people will be able to to do this year, you know, because of all the, the COVID restrictions. So Charles as a player, I mean, it kind of brings it home. I mean I, me included my my christmas present was a trip to come watch you play that that's how much uh you know bowls mean to fans across all of college football and including kentucky so that's going to be a strange dynamic i know some people do sec tournament for basketball or travel with during the nca tournament but a lot of folks like myself the, the bowl trip was was my big christmas present
0: i agree and that's why i think nick going back to your answer as long as this bowl game will allow fans. Kentucky has always done a great job in traveling well, and I think that would continue this year. And to what Freddie's saying, I mean, it, it is a it's a Christmas gift for the players, the coaches. Well, what the coaches get a couple extra. <laughs> a couple. I wonder if those will stand still this year if they make a bowl. I wonder what's in the coaches' contracts because what I mean, Stoops got like a million bucks last year when we went to one, or if you win one and you go to it. I mean, that's
1: a, nice that's a lot of money. Yeah.
0: So I'm yeah. curious if we only have three wins.
1: See, I, I like these kind of gifts, too. I'm I'm a big event giver because, like, I got a lot of stuff. How much more stuff do I really need? The problem is, is, like, you can't, hell, I can't even go out to eat right now, you know? So yeah. it just stinks. I'm ready for the, we're, I think we all can agree we're ready for this COVID crap to get over with. And we're ready to watch Kentucky win a football game. Um, I, I'm I'm excited for this game Saturday to end on a good note, uh, to end on a positive. And speaking of positives, and speaking of stuff you could use for Christmas,
2: cock-a-doodle-doo! Cock-a-doodle-doo! Yeah, that's a good one. Was that the real rooster there? Yeah, it was midnight. Mr. Midnight.
1: Yeah, Mr. Midnight Rooster, which... Is, has the best CBD products to give your loved ones stocking stuffers this holiday season with your Kentucky Jesus beard oil drew or one of their other many found products.
2: And if you hurry uh, like today uh, it's their cyber Monday deal. So you'd have to get it uh, as you're listening to this podcast while it's hot, but get over there and get your CBD products. They now have like hoodies and other stuff too. If you want some merch, I got a little merch from them. Oh, Still have the, the oils, all the topicals. I'm, I'm learning all the words. Topicals, those are a big thing. So, uh, yeah, go check them out. MidnightRooster.com. M-I-D-N-I-T-E. They spell it funny.
1: See, and, and especially, Freddie, I, I know I'm an old man like you. When it gets cold out, you get a little achy. That CBD really takes the edge off those joint pains.
3: Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely, it does. 100%. Sure
1: after nine fo- SEC football games, a tenth – The players could probably use some. I I think the NCAA is cool with that. So good time to invest in some Midnight Rooster products for your family. Now, Um, And Saturday, I I know the night kickoff is not ideal. It's going to be cold, I would imagine, at 7.30 at Kroger Field. But it is going to be senior day. And uh, even though it is kind of a sour no, it's going to be really weird not having Drake Jackson or Layton Young around this program. Um, and so I, I hope they can go out on a positive right, note because that. they have been staples for so long and it, and it really meant so much to this, this Kentucky football. team.
3: Just think about it. Kentucky's had two centers in the last eight years. <laughs> I, I think, I think those guys, I think the Kentucky offensive line plays the game of their, of the season against South Carolina and has a, has a dominant performance uh, and, I think that, and I hope that, and I, and I want I want to see that for those guys to go out like that.
1: And it's one of those things too, Freddie, don't let the defense screw it up because they kind of did that against Vanderbilt where got a couple of late scores, a, a nice resounding team win just so that everybody can kind of exhale and in and, and with some smiles. I know we, we asked for that against Vanderbilt. Let's get a little bit more of that. Let's get a little yeah. bit more of that Saturday night.
3: And they'll be facing the first real, true running quarterback that they've that they've gone against that that wants to run, like Doty does at South Carolina. I mean, uh, Bo Nix was mobile, but 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 Doty's a he's a he's a really really good athlete, and uh, he'll put some pressure on that Kentucky defense.
1: Is um my my question for you, Charles? Before your senior day, were you all like? Gus, like all teary eyed and, and sad. Like, do, do you think we're going to see a lot of that Saturday night?
0: I think it's 2020. We're going to see a lot of everything as we've all known. um <laughs> You know, not really. Yes and no. You know, being from Kentucky, I think I've told you all when Milo Kentucky home was playing, yeah, it was touching, it was sad. But then you go back in the locker room and you're playing a football game. Um it, it, I'm not sure how they're going to do this ceremony with COVID or what, what all's going on. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, you're, you're playing a football game, so it's back to business.
1: We were thankful for what we had last Thursday. And I think, especially when you consider some of the kids uh, in the high school ranks who didn't get senior days, uh, got to be thankful that this is at least happening and that you can do it by ending the season on a high note with a win over the Gamecocks. Drew, South Carolina, they can eat it, and they can get their ass kicked Saturday night. Get the hell out of here, South Carolina.
2: Yeah, everything we're talking about is, you know, important to this season. We're saying goodbye to these seniors. But in the big picture, we got to keep the upper hand on South Carolina. Kentucky won five in a row until last year. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was the game immediately after Terry Wilson's injury. So it was a quick turnaround. Sawyer Smith, get out there. You lose that one. Fine. South Carolina, you got that one. It's five out of six now. But I, we got to put a foot back on their throat and keep this this streak get – this, get this streak going again and keep the upper hand on them because I think that's an important rivalry in the SEC standings of whoever's doing better there. Uh, that's very important for this program taking the next step.
1: Finish them. And that's what Kentucky needs to do Saturday night. Finish South Carolina, finish season on a high note so we can forget about all the bad from Georgia, Florida, Bama. Uh, but you know what? I think it's time for us to get out of here. Uh, we
2: got Stoops waiting yeah. for us.
1: Yep, Stoops is waiting we for us.
2: keep him waiting. He would never do that to us.
1: Never, ever. Uh, but we're going to go talk to Mark Stoops. We appreciate you all joining us today on the KSR Football Podcast, brought to you by UK Federal Credit Union and our friends at Midnight Rooster. <laughs> Check, check them all out today. <laughs> That's a much better cockadoodle, dude. Do. Well done, Mr. Frank. I, I could tell you've been hanging out with Midnight, the rooster.
2: He's in here. Come here. Just kidding. He's not here. That'd be here.
3: <laughs> that is a really cool shirt, Drew. Seriously. Thank Where'd you. you get that?
2: I actually got it at the Titans game I went to when they lost to the Steelers. It was the uh, 30% off item of the day in the pro shop. Oh, I like right. it. Thank you. Go, Cats.
1: And I like Kentucky football. As Drew said, go, Cats. Go, Kroger. We'll see y'all next week. The peep, the technique.